He always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? Welcome everybody here to the Lakers Lounge. I'm Anthony Irwin, joined on this fine Wednesday morning mm. slash afternoon. Um, we are recording. No, this it's on still morning. No, it's still morning. Even for you, it's oh. morning. It's like it's like late morning. It's like yeah. brunch hours, my time. That's fair. It's still no. It's still too early for red wine, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would agree. I'm not really feeling. I'm, I, dude, I drink so much less now that like alcohol just doesn't even sound good. Until like two o'clock, like at the absolute early. <laughs> you thought you did something there. You know, alcohol, I drink so much less. Alcohol doesn't even sound good until two. Well, like, no, if it's a weekend, right? Or if it's yeah. like a day that I could have, you know, football, right? You know, you sure. have like a beer during football. Sure. Um, like, but, but even there. So what happened was I was watching the kids this last weekend. Jen was out of town for for a weekend. Yes, and your house is still uh, intact. It appears at least at least your studio, your office That's is my still... office. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. uh huh. Um, it's actually really breezy because the roof fell off. Um, okay, yeah. But we, um, so I was watching the kids, and you know, I we always have you know Jen likes prosecco, and I'll make a. Um, a Prosecco mimosa in the morning or something like that. If, if we're mm-hmm. going to, you know, like tomorrow, right. For, for Thanksgiving, as we do sure. all of our cooking, we'll have a mimosa while we do our cooking. Sure. Um, cause we're hosting. And I looked at the mimosa, you know, cause the football was about to start. And I was looking at the, I was looking at the Prosecco. And I'm like, man, that, that looks pretty good. But if I have a glass of champagne, it's going to make me sleepy and I cannot be sleepy around these kids. Like I, I cannot do that. So I wind up like just not, (laughs) you know, like I went, I went an entire football Sunday basically with like not having anything. Wait, what? And now I'm kind of like, man, as as that's an option. And I felt a lot more productive. I was like, yeah, I, I think I'm all right. I think I'm okay. So, okay. Yeah. I, um, I believe that's called growth. I, I mean, it was uh, or, or maturity. Or Actually, a we'll growth. call it. We'll, we'll it's call the it result maturity. of two growths on my on yes, my bank two, account. Two small growths. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's his name? I don't even remember his name. But what's his name from uh, from the show last week is going to be mad at you because you have once again mentioned oh, your yeah. children. You know what? I'm going to do it by name. Avery Miles. See, I'm mentioning your children by name. See, this it was mm-hmm. my fault. Yeah. Yeah. My fault. Well, we cheers. I'm having growth. a beer because I got about one and a half hours of sleep. Uh, so yes, I don't, I look, you, like you say all the time, we chose two very different lifestyles. (laughs) You went down two very different paths. I mean, Um, it it may have been similar for a minute and there's been a big divergence. (laughs) Stupid gross. All right. Um, today in the show, we are going to talk about the in season tournament and Mm -hmm. I'm starting to see the tide turn a little bit on it. I think all of the league's efforts to get every single person to say nothing but nice things about it. Um, they are working, uh, mm-hmm. not necessarily on me, but they are working, I think, on the people in my mentions. Yeah, so I want to talk a little too. bit about I have, that. I have, I have fallen into the uh, the propaganda has worked upon me. 
Well, you're a propagandizer, so that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever been called that before, but uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about the the in season tournament, where the Lakers stand in it, and and just a general response to it. Um, and then when we get to the actual basketball uh, part, portion of the conversation, I want to talk about Torian Prince because he has been miserable, like bad. Uh, his plus minus doesn't reflect it last night because he played alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis when they were world beaters, but he has been bad. And every time, you know, there's a certain faction, I think, of Lakers Twitter where every time the notion of benching Torian Prince comes up, it's like, well, you can't bench a guy for 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 missing shots. You can't take you can't bench a guy for missing good shots. And I'm like, well, at some point they don't become good shots anymore if he keeps on missing them. So I'm curious, like, about the kid gloves manner that I I, I see about Torian Prince and, and and all of what's going on there. So we're gonna have a little bit of a conversation there. But for the most part, we're gonna keep it light. This is the day before Thanksgiving. We're gonna send everybody off into their weekends. I'm debating if I'm actually gonna do a show tonight after the Mavericks Lakers game. We'll see because. It starts like at 10 o'clock my time and I'll be releasing the podcast on a Thanksgiving Thursday, which I don't necessarily think anybody is looking for podcasts on that day, but we'll see. I mean, um, people, people might need it for their travels. No, no, but I, I've been doing, I've been doing this for a decade now that it like Thanksgiving in particular, is just not a day that people listen to podcasts. Well, today though is right. This, this today is, for sure. Yeah, for sure. people. This people. We, they need it for their. They need it for their travels. If you're traveling. Uh, yeah. If you're traveling wherever today. So if you're today. traveling right now while you're listening to this, yeah, please do so safely. Yes. Tonight's a big bar night. Please hop in Ubers and lifts and all of that, and t- please take care of yourself. Indeed, it is. Um, <laughs> it, it is. It is called. Uh, I, I didn't know this. Somebody actually is my my sister doesn't drink, but I think she told me about this that it's called blackout wednesday is i yeah. guess apparently what tonight is called mm-hmm. yeah blackout and maybe it's just because people don't want to deal with their they don't Friday. like they don't want to deal out deal with their families is kind of i think the uh when i was growing up it, of it. the 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 reason was um you know because a lot of kids traveled away you know moved away for college and stuff like that and then you would come back home and you would all kind of meet up at a bar and it was like this unofficial high school reunion right for a little wow. bit so when I was younger and I was still doing the bar, like I was, I was a more active member of the bar scene society. That was like a, a big part of it on Thursday nights. A but... more active member of the bar scene society. All right. <laughs> Do you have t-shirts or is there some you sort of plaque? I should make them. Yeah. We need to start making t-shirts. Somebody get at me for, for t-shirts for the show. I kind of want to just like, I got, I, I, got want... I got you. I got you. I got it. I want to, I want to name, I want a shirt that just says, um, unnamed cognac on it. Like, <laughs> That's that's not bad. I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna do. That's not bad. That is not bad. I'm definitely. Yeah. I'm definitely yeah. Gonna do that. Um. So yeah, that's this good. In season tournament though, um, has has gripped the nation. Oh. No. Um. No. But I. So I had I had a tweet the other day where you know I said that I I. I still feel like everybody who is just breathlessly praising the, the end season tournament, it feels like a bit that I'm just like not a part of that. I didn't get that. I was too late to or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it, 
the, the league has made a very conscious and loud effort to get as much praise out there about this thing as possible. The kinds of things that you know that the uh, the TNT guys would make fun of, right? The courts, for example, they aren't making fun of them. I kind of feel like that that feels like the league kind of telling them, like, don't mess with this. This is going to be an earner for us. Wait, are, do don't, you? Don't wait a second. This. No, yeah. see, now I'm stopping. No. Because you always talk about how TNT specifically, what a poor partner they are in promoting the mm -hmm. league. Or not promoting promoting the game. Mm -hmm. Do you really think, and, and we heard, um, I think it was the season opener, the, yeah, Tuesday, the Lakers uh, were at Denver um, for the for the opener, for, for Denver's ring, whatever, ceremony thing. I think it was before that. I think they were in Denver. Maybe they were in, I don't know, it was Golden State or Phoenix was the, was the second game. I don't remember. I think it was a Warriors home game. I don't remember, though. So they were, yeah, I think they were in Denver. So they, they had uh, Adam Silver on the set, and... Mm -hmm. They were asking him some questions and Chuck just kind of like, you know, pressed, put his feet to the fire about uh, the bridges stuff and, and, mm -hmm. you know, doing how, if, what the league's responsibility is for, for uh, what the league it. should do, uh, what the league should do, what the league's responsibility is for guys that um, allegedly um, assault, harm women. So mm -hmm. I'm not sure that TNT and those, that show specifically is really going to do much at the behest of the league is going to like, you think the league could tell them not to make fun of the courts and Shaq and Chuck would be like, okay, we're not making fun of the courts. Yeah, I actually do. What? Okay. I, you and I disagree. On well, you and I disagree on their role, <laughs> TNT and ESPN's role as it's it like, to the league in general. It's but, very so different. We disagree it's on very, this. I like, all right. If the league tells them, Hey, please don't bring up the domestic violence thing. Like that is unethical. That is the wrong thing to say there. But if the league goes to them and says like, Hey, could you guys just like take it easy on the courts here? We're trying to get but this do thing. Do you think Shaq team. and Chuck care about that? Yeah. I, I, I okay. think, okay. I think okay. that, that like, if it is stressed enough to them, Hey, this is off limits. We aren't going, these stupid courts look too stupid for it not to be made fun of, and they aren't making fun of it, Aaron. Like that, like it's the result here that I'm that I'm that I'm, okay. I'm, so I'm pointing to. Here's what, well, you already called like me a that, propagandist. That stupid, so. the, the the Philadelphia one, the red one, is hideous. The Lakers one last night, Jen even goes like, "What the? What happened to their court? It's so bright. It's like okay, bright so yellow. I think, no I think borders." That's the point, though. See now you've already you've already labeled me a propagandist, so now I can't be mm -hmm. taken seriously on this matter. Um, I think the courts are stupid. I, I will agree with you. I think the courts are pretty dumb. The Lakers one is I don't know how it looks on TV, um, but in person it's fine. Um, Phoenix's I also saw Phoenix's and Phoenix's court was an abomination. Um, I've mm -hmm. been to three before. I didn't go at Portland, which looked awful on TV, and I assume it was just awful in person. Um, the Phoenix one was hideous in person. It's worse than it looks on TV, especially because the Suns also wear purple jerseys on it, but the purples are different. So it just looks like it's just yeah. kind of terrible. Um, so fine. The courts are weird and funny, but I think that's the point because, well, A, we're talking about it, right? But I think the point of the courts is if you are looking back at a highlight or, you know, in next year or two years from now, or even like looking for a casual fan looking back at highlights, you know, from the Lakers game yesterday, if they see them today, they will say, oh, wait, like something is different, right? 
Jen said, what is this court? Where's the regular court? I think the point is it signifies something different, right? And you say, oh, that's an in-season tournament game. Yeah, but you could have done point. that. I do think the, I think the courts are kind of awful, but also who cares, I guess? I do. Okay. I Again, like it's it's the constant thing that I keep pointing back to is like, you have to have some consistent branding in your league. There has to be some like uniformity. That ship has to, sailed, brother. In no other league has it sailed. The, the no, NBA that's not true. No, 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 no. That's not true. If you go to the like, NFL, if, you watch... if I if I turn on an NFL game, at yeah. no point am I going to be like, oh, they're playing on a shuffleboard table. That's cool. Like, well, like I know I know what a, a, a an NFL uh, field is going to look like. I know what yes, a but but the uniforms but the uniforms are different like. on the Thursday night games, right? They they wear the the color rush uniforms. The uniforms are different. Sure, but like it's all right. So that's one, uh, that's one time, and and again, like it's not it's not as drastic as we're seeing here with and like yeah, you if you want to set if if you want to set these games aside and you want you know them to feel different, just go with the tro like the trophy at midcourt is fine to me. Like if you just go with the the trophy at midcourt, there's there was no need to turn these things into like. I do think the shuffle whatever the, the hell they down look the like, middle is a little they're, they're, interesting. They're playing like they're they're playing on like Picasso paintings. Like it's just, you know, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing here. And like I've I've had people like say in the background that that like the uh the background to the lounge here, right? If you're watching here on YouTube is very loud. And it's like, yeah, it, it's a it's a loud show. It is consistent, you know, when you when you hop on here, um that background is always going to to, to be there. It signifies that when you see the Lakers Lounge background on YouTube, it signifies I'm going to be talking to somebody and we're going to be having some fun in the lounge. And then when you see the other one, when you see the lowdown background, it's going to be me and it's going to be more informative. And that's branding. That's how yes, this stuff that is, works. Is, 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 that is true. That is true. <laughs> so, so like I, I, I don't know. I, I clearly in the other part of this too that I'm noticing is like. It is very um, generational where like younger people, I think, are more adamantly defending the in-season tournament than older people. And I think that's probably a part of this, too. If that's the case, then the NBA got it right, because that is what the NBA is looking for. Right. The NBA is looking for new fans and younger fans. I, I still don't think this has actually pulled new fans. It's younger NBA fans who are like, oh, this is interesting. This is weird. I don't think it's – and, like, the other, the other um, I guess, uh, praise that I have seen of the in-season tournament games is that teams are playing harder in them. I, I think that's very subjective, and I think if you're saying that, you're kind of looking for that anyway, right? as that was part of the, the, the reason that this thing exists, right. once you start when, and you start looking for it, I think it, it becomes easier to find that, that praise for it again. And, and, and by the way, confirmation bias works the other way too, right? Where, sure. you know, some would say, well, they're playing, they sure are playing harder. And I would say, well, okay. I just saw a game in regulation net 309 total points between two teams. That doesn't scream, man. We sure were killing ourselves defensively out there. Like you could say, I, I, themselves offensively. <laughs> can you do that? Like, is that is that something you can do? <laughs> I mean, yes, yeah, yeah, you can. You like can a, play harder offensively. Right? We were hard. We were talking about the uh, 
you know, it was a the, super the Lakers, hard game of horse, everybody. <laughs> the Lakers adjusting to the five out and, you know, whether it was working or not. And, and Darwin even mentioned this, that like, uh, and, and uh, Ty Lu mentioned it with, with the Harden stuff, like, you know, guys, it wasn't working, not because the system didn't work. It was not working because guys weren't cutting hard, weren't screening, weren't running. So yes, you can, you can play harder offensively. I, I get, I, I understand your point. Here's where, here's where I am on. So I, what I will say also is that I guess my main point is that I don't know, like it hasn't detracted from anything. It hasn't taken anything away. So if there are these little side benefits, right? Maybe some team is playing a guy that they wouldn't necessarily because it's an in-season tournament game. Maybe teams are playing a little bit harder because it's an in-season tournament game. Maybe some aren't. If that's the case, that's a that's a good thing. And I don't think it's taken anything off the table, right? If there's nothing, there's no like, well, there's no negative yet. I came into courts the are season, a negative. Say the that courts again. Are, the courts are a okay, negative. Okay, fine. But like, I, I think the courts are a negative. Okay, fine. But who gives a shit? Like, it's a it's a basketball court. Me. Who cares? Yes, I know you care. Yes, old man yelling at cloud. I know you care about <laughs> about the courts. <laughs> Every team should only have two uniforms. Yeah, I get it. Um, I'm fine with the third. Like I like the Sunday whites. I'm fine with that. I think you know. The, so again, I don't think it is. I don't think it is taken. Like if there is any, even if it's incremental benefit, mm-hmm. I don't think it's taken anything off the table. I don't think there's like. I don't think that other than the courts, yes, okay, fine. Other than the courts, which are a, an aesthetic affront, and they they harm your eyes when you watch. Um, other than that, I don't think it, that it has taken anything off the table. I don't think there have been negatives. Um, although Jalen Brown, to your point about the court, Jalen Brown Williams, the, the, did not the court like dimensions were wrong. The the he thought that you know it was a little bit slicker. I don't know that that's the case because they're not. Uh, it is not like stickers put on the I'm court like in the NCAA I'm, tournament. I'm, it's just it's the same paint that is being used. I'm pretty predisposed to just ignore Jalen Brown excuses. Like I, I'm pretty sick of hearing from Jalen Brown, so I'm pretty cool. Like just not hearing what he has to say about just about anything. So um, people in the people in the building, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've been to three of the four uh, Lakers games uh, in season tournament games in person, and. There's like a little bit of a different something in the building um, and fans talking about it and people asking me questions about how it works is also no thing. Way. I don't, I don't no, absolutely. No, no absolutely. <laughs> I, I promise you. Well, is it, is it like, is it, is it, Oh dear God, what is that court? Well, hold on. No, I got to no, explain it. CNC, no, it is not. No, it is not that. No, it is not that. It's about, <laughs> so you have people talking about point differentials in the lower bowl. Yes. <laughs> No, I mean, yes. Is when it I just Mike Trudell? He's like running around. True, <laughs> Let true me is tell everybody. It. True is into it. I, I'm going to be honest with you. True, true is into it. Uh, but people ask me like how the term. I love so you here's, here's one thing I will agree with you. I don't think the NBA has done a great job communicating to fans um, the mechanics of it, like how it no. works. I don't think the NBA has done a great job of that. So when people ask me about it and I explain it to them, they're, they're kind of, oh, okay, that's cool. And there are some people, there are some hardcore NBA fans, I'm sure a lot of them, and hardcore Laker fans, I'm sure a lot of them are listening to us right now, that are just kind of like into it, that they think it's cool. I went into the season like, what is this? And I'm I'm a soccer fan. You know, I, I follow European soccer. Uh, mm-hmm. I follow English, the English Premier League more specifically. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And so it kind of feels like that. It's not how Americans fan. And I was kind of like, eh, I don't care. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't care. I just don't care. But I'm, I sort of care now. I mean, I checked the standings and last night on the way to the game, people were asking me uh, how it, how it works and had the, you know, what happens Had the Lakers clinched anything. And does this mean they're going to Vegas and all of that? I literally had a phone when on my way to the game last night, there was a call and I thought it was kind of cool that I said, okay, if the Lakers win tonight, then they're guaranteed a home game. Um, now, because of the point differential, it looks like the Lakers will be the number one seed in the West. Um, so it's kind of cool. And that adds a home game to the Lakers schedule, which people were were interested in. So I went into the, the season kind of like, and like, was the call with Jeannie? Was she like, was that, means we get an extra home game? It was not. It was, see, here you go. It was not. <laughs> Can I charge uh, extra? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. That's it. That's stop it. So, so I went into the season like I just don't I don't care about this. Yeah. But I was like open to it, much like the the playing tournament, because I thought the playing tournament was a terrible idea. And mm-hmm. it's grown on me. And now I think kind of everybody is just into the playing tournament. Even even Anthony, I think, is into the playing tournament. I think it's like a good thing for yes the league. No. I think it's been a good idea. And so my thought was, like, I think this is kind of a bad idea and I don't get it, but that's what I thought about the play-in tournament. And that, I think, has grown on me and has become a really good thing for the league. So I was kind of like, I guess this is probably going to suck, but I'll give the league the benefit of the doubt because that's what I thought about the play-in tournament too. So that's kind of where I am now, that I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. But so far, I don't think there's other than the courts, Anthony. I don't think there's much to complain about. I am not excited about the Lakers potentially playing an extra game. And I'm certainly not excited about the Lakers playing an extra game with $500,000 at stake that they might push themselves harder than they would. Yeah. But you know who um, is understand- excited about that? Max Christie, Colin Castleton. That's fine. That's fine. But I don't want LeBron and AD playing an extra game this season. Like I, I just, that is that's, not that's something fair. that I'm, fine. I, I, that's I really fine. want this year. But, but fine. Um, that one, but to be fair, that one doesn't count. For the regular season, excuse it me. It counts so, on their legs. Like no, my they point turn is an because, ankle. No, listen, <laughs> listen. Wood, but I, like, I get it. Yes, if somebody gets hurt in the eighty-third game, that's terrible, right? And that's bad mm-hmm. for the league. But because it doesn't count for the regular season, whoever is in whoever is in the championship game, I I, I, I get. I'm going to root for the Lakers to be in it, right? Because. That because up to the semifinals counts in the regular season. So I'm going to root for the Lakers to win those games. Once you get there, whoever gets to the finals, I mean, you could theoretically say, all right, like LeBron AD, you're playing 10 minutes tonight. Or you could say you're not playing at all. Doesn't it? Like, I I, fine. No, I'm saying from your perspective, I'm saying if that, if that is your, if that is your chief complaint, the team, any team, whoever's in it could say like, 
we're gonna we're gonna chill on our guys tonight because we don't want the extra mileage. We don't want the extra risk. I that's a that is fair, which does Even, defeat. I mean, from the league's perspective, that's not gonna go well. But because this is like a TV event, but for what matters to the teams, you know, you could say, hey, Joker, like, eh. I mean, Joker's a cyborg and other than getting ejected, doesn't miss any time. <laughs> yeah. But you could say, um, hey, Joker, like, chill on this one. Or, you know, Steph, uh, CP, uh, you know, we don't need the extra mileage. Or, well, you're Giannis, talking about you're going to get beat right? up. So, what's that? You were talking about stars. You mentioned CP. I, I don't know if I would necessarily. No, no, no. I'm not. No, I, did, I didn't say that about st- I don't to say I know. stars. I just wanted to Because he's 149 years old and has missed, like, mm-hmm. every playoffs the last, like, yeah. six years. Um, so you, you brought up the, you brought in the playing tournament and, and I understand why, right? Because in the moment the the playing tournament has created some drama, but I also think that like, and it has helped, it has helped. I think it has in a, along with the flattening of the odds, I think it has done something to lessen, uh, tanking. Yeah. Although, Jeremy Sohan is currently playing point guard. For I, the said, I said Spurs. lesson. I did not say eliminate. <laughs> um, By I the would... way, that is wild. <laughs> and Pop's just like, we're experimenting. Yeah, right. And and all of the media is just like, we don't question Pop. And um, Sohan is like, I don't like this. He literally <laughs> is like, I don't know about this. I've never played point guard in my life. I don't like this. Yeah. Wimben Yama shooting Pop, one foot three pointers. Yeah. We've gotten like the worst version of Wembenyama to this point in the season. Well, yeah, because like, nobody cares about coaching. Except when he plays with Trey Jones, they have like a plus fourteen net rating, yeah. and they're just like, eh. <laughs> you know, we're not going to do that. And Pop, Pop is like, can't have that. Can it, Trey? We're not going to do that. We got to let Wemby explore tight, the studio Trey. space. Do your thing, brother. Yeah, um, <clears throat> but like the playing tournament, yeah, like there, it has been good and bad, and I think slightly Wait, what more has been good bad? than Again, bad. Like what has been bad about it? Well, because like I think while we might not see as much like out and out tanking in the same way that we used to, um, I do think that you know teams are basically saying, well, we can just kind of coast a little bit more. It's not it's not tanking, but I, I do think we see a little bit more coasting because there are now you know three extra teams that are in the mix than wait, than there wait, were you before. Mean coasting like. On teams that are teams that are in you know whatever the five or six seed are coasting a little well, bit. Just like they, they like any a... any team that thinks that it can make the playoffs right now is just kind of like well, you know, let's not push ourselves too hard here. Although I I, I do think um, even on that point, some teams that have been in the play, like the Lakers, right? For example, I think have been in the play in. Uh, a little too often for their liking. I think they are probably going to say, "All right, let's let's avoid that. Let's not play Every, an extra game." Uh, I, I can promise you. Well, I, look, I'll only talk about the Lakers because that's the only one I know. Like, I, I have firsthand knowledge of this. The Lakers absolutely don't want to be in the play-in. I promise you. Teams yeah. are afraid of being in the play-in because the yeah. your season can be over. You know, right? The, war, the Warriors game situation, ended, right? Correct. To the to, at the hands of the uh, at the what hands of the Grizzlies. It was, a, it was a great. Oh, and at the end, the lake. I mean, they lost mm-hmm. lost to the Lakers too. Yeah, but like LeBron and, with the icy saw three baskets shot. Yeah, but I I do think that 
you know, with that play in though, and, and by expanding the playoff to that extent, it does lessen somewhat the regular season. Like that's just what happens when you expand the playoff. No, like, I disagree. That's, that's what happens when you, no, like, no, 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 I disagree. We're, we're going to see this in college football too, where they're going from four teams that have to get in to 12 where all of a sudden, you know, like Ohio state and Michigan are going to play this, this weekend. Um, and Jar- Jim Harbaugh is going to dress up as that stallion guy. Um, no, I don't know. I hope so. I really hope that he Wait, shows up. What is, up st- what is the stallion guy? The, the whole reason know. Harbaugh is, is suspended. You oh, you're you talking about, about, Oh, 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 you're talking about, he's going to dress up as the guy yeah. that was go- Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. I was like, I hope so. stallion? he's dressing up as a horse. <laughs> but like, um, Ohio State and Michigan are basically playing this weekend for the chance at making the uh, football playoff. And like, yeah. yeah, that rivalry game is always going to matter. But next year, if they play under these same circumstances, there are no real stakes that anybody who doesn't live in Ohio or Michigan are really going to care about. It's like there's no real reason to watch it because they're both going to be in it next year. Yeah, but that's um, but that's. Yeah, but that's a different that's a different thing though because they the sure, it's, college football it's, it's is all... expanding the playoffs to like the same thing. Being in the play-in is not the same as being in the playoffs. And I... and teams are fighting to be in the top six. So in that respect, it's kind of shrunk the actual playoffs that you're fighting for in the regular season. Because if you're out of that, you could lose once or twice and be done. Yeah, but I also think though that like. <laughs> Again, it, it's it's just what happens when you have more teams eligible for whether it's a play in or a playoff, right? Like it on some random Wednesday, some you know in in February, some team is going to be like, oh, you know, we're still in the mix, we're still in the picture, and and maybe in, instead of pushing themselves super duper hard because you know it used to be eight teams got in, now it's like, well, you know, you can be in the mix from from one through ten. And and you can have a shot at it, and right. and you I don't, don't think know just teams harder. I don't think so. To stay I, above I, seven to be in the top six, though. That's what we have. We haven't seen that to this point. Like we we just we. I think maybe eventually we'll start to see it. Like you just mentioned, the Lakers have have kind of realized. Okay, let's not do that. But the last two years, when the Lakers have wound up in it, they have done a lot of load management. They have kind of eased themselves into it and said, "Well, we'll just win the games that we have to win and make the playoffs." However, we have to make them. Um, and maybe that changes over time, but as of right now, like that's what status quo has mostly been. And, and I don't know that that's necessarily going to change. And, you know, I think it's also depressed, um, activity at the deadline. I don't know if that's necessarily great for the league either. I, so that, uh, that, that point, that point, I will, I, I categorically disagree with the rest of it, but that point, I, there are fewer sellers because more teams think they have a chance. So. Yes, yeah. I, that I will agree with there. I do think it has depressed some trade deadline activity. So I don't know if that's maybe an unintended consequence uh, because I know the, the league loves activity and the league loves being on Twitter with Woj bombs and shams, whatever. Do we call them shams bombs also? Um, I know the league loves that. Shams bombs? I think that's bombs. what Kay Adams calls them. But, but. Oh <laughs> That was, that was, that was, that was, you know what? Never mind. Um, Shams is a good looking dude. I'll give him that. Shams is a good looking dude. 
Um, he's short. I, I, I mean, he's not, he's not the big, he's not the biggest brother I've ever seen in my life. Shams is, Shams is a good looking. Man. I was talking, um, we went to that party over the yeah, summer the media party at, 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 uh, yes. At, uh, and at I was, summer. I was talking with Anthony, Anthony Slater, who's a little taller. Like he's about your height. I would say I'm five ten. He's like, you know, six foot, I would say. Um, and they're short. I think. But yes, okay. of, yes, he's he's not. He's, yeah. we're, we're talking. We stood back to back in a PF Changs. And, no, <laughs> but like we're sitting there talking, and 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 our li- our eyes are like at roughly the same level or whatever, yeah. and and then like up popped Shams, <laughs> like, like literally, like, literally between us. <laughs> good hair, really good hair too. But oh, perfect hair. Yeah, but like, he, but we were like, we're sitting there and, and like we're having this conversation, and whoop, I was like, oh, Shams, hi, <laughs> and like we kind of joked. I was like, I didn't even see him coming. He's like, he's everywhere. You know, it's, it actually kind of like added to Shams' aura. I was just like kind of surprised at how. You know what's was. wild is, I mean, how many people are in his phone, right? How many people does he know and does he see mm-hmm. at basketball games and all over the place, right? Hundreds of thousands, obviously. So. um I had seen him around, but I had not met him actually until that uh, that party that you're you're referencing. It was a good time, by the way. Oh yeah, it was a good time. Flying the next day sucked. It was a good time. <laughs> Did I make fun of you for? Have I made fun of you about that on the show yet? No, maybe, probably not. I don't know. I should. What did I do? I was at a game. You texted me uh, like, "Did I know about the? You know, did I know about the party?" I said, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. And I sent you the I sent you the uh, the like RSVP thing for it. And then no, you I sent you it. Nope. I have receipts. All right, fine. Your your recollection of this of this story. And then and then so I said you thing, and then you texted me saying uh, like, do do you want me to add? Do you do I want you to add me as your plus one? I was like, yeah. I told you about it. What? No, I think I'm good. Thank you, but I'm good. I for sure told you. All right. So I had talked to Yovan at the arena and he goes, are you going to the media party? And I go, I don't know about this media party. And I texted you. Do you know anything about this media party? Right. Didn't really hear anything from you. Yovan texts me the, the, the link and I go, well, just in case, here's the link. Do you want me to add you as my plus one because you didn't know about it? And then you got in with your plus threes. <laughs> oh, we did talk. We did talk. Yeah. About that. We did talk about this. We did talk about this. You got me going back to, you will be going back through our text. Right? It doesn't matter. Anyway. From uh, July. So, so I met, uh, so I met Shams at that party. That was the first time I had met him actually. And then I saw him um, at, a game, I don't know, a game earlier this year. And he came up to me and was like, Aaron, how like remembered my name and like, oh yeah, we met at the thing. I was like, wait, how do you, oh, that's, that's like, and that's one of the reasons why he is who he is and is able to do what he does because he, that recollection is, made me feel special. I'm not going to lie. It made me feel special. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. We don't have to, we don't have to, we've been talking about this in season tournament. I am, Look, by the way, I'm, by the way, we're both we're both right. Yeah, I'm, open <laughs> I'm looking the, back at the text. We're both right. You said, can, <laughs> you, can I can I help you get in? And then I said, it's the first I've heard of it. And then I was like, oh, I, OK, I got it. And then you asked and then you asked if you wanted me to 
plus well because i didn't hear back from you you were like i got it i was at the game i don't know i was at the game and i had plus three well and then well then i was able to take care of it and i was like well i took care of it for me do you want me to just add you to to the list on my behalf and you know then you added you and three other people people We'll, we'll we'll go people. We'll say people. People of uh, a they were people. Gender, people than a uh, people of a different gender than me. Uh huh. Um. All right. Let's 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 move on. I I still maintain that I'm like. I I the old person in me and the PR person, the marketing person in me is saying yeah. I don't know about all of these drastic changes to the branding of the league, how they are going to pay dividends long term. I understand why Adam Silver is doing this. Adam Silver is very good at kind of generating money out of nowhere in the short term, but I do think he can sometimes overlook the long term in those efforts. And I think this comes off as as one of those examples. Um, let's let's move on though to the basketball and okay. the, the 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 basketball that the Lakers have played, and most specifically Torian Prince, where uh, I think he is one of his last or two of his last 18 from the field um he, yeah, I, think he's, I think he's shooting 16 percent from three um in the last stretch of games yeah uh this after he promised to hit 40 percent of his threes for the lakers he guaranteed he was going to make 40 yeah he's gonna have to hit like 80 percent of his threes to get up to like to, to that i mean area. he doesn't take that many <laughs> so uh, a stretch of you know yeah, a stretch of whatever, like nine of 20 or something like that will get him pretty damn close. To like 30%. You know, um, like- so, we, so I, but, but like I said earlier, whenever I bring up Touring and Prince and, you know, Jared Vanderbilt, I would hope, I think soon we should be getting an update um, hopefully on, on, on Jared Vanderbilt on, on that. Front. I, so I will tell you, I will tell you what I know about that. So, uh, he looks good. Like, this is not like an official team. I see you like his hat last him. night was huge. Was it? I didn't see, I didn't see him last night. Yeah. Um, he's looked good, uh, coming back. I think there is, uh, on Friday, the Lakers leave on Friday to go out on the road. And I think there is, some question not question that's not i I think the he and the training staff and the team are trying to figure out if he's going to go on that trip or not so i think there is i I, he's getting pretty close is is what i'm gonna say i hope so i I think Um, he i think it's it's definitely possible that he goes on uh goes on the road on friday and you and i are recording this it is uh 9 30 your time pacific time so I, i i still think we're a little ways away from hearing more about cam reddish as well um, but hopefully eventually the Lakers will have both of those guys. And at which point I don't see the need for Tori and Prince for a little while. I just don't see the need for, for, to have him out there. Rui is shooting just fine. Um, Jared Vanderbilt at, you know, I would imagine at this point in his career, it would shoot about as well as Tori and Prince has shot this season for the Lakers. Um, while doing a whole bunch extra, Cam Reddish uh, provides more on the court, you know, in, in you know, just cumulative effect and impact on the game than Torian Prince. I, I think so the, far, he has so far this season, yes. I think he will for the entirety of this season. <laughs> Were you, weren't you like, the number one hater of the Reddish signing? 
Which really says how bad Torian Prince has been, by the way. Like no. he has been. I can't watch this guy. I can't. No, I, I. I can't have okay. like the ball rotates over to him, and you just know it's a brick. And and I think like that's us watching. I also think it's crept into him where he shoots it, and I don't. He hasn't looked comfortable shooting a shot in a minute, you know. And and I do think that it would really benefit him to sit down for a little bit to just kind of watch some tape and understand where his shots should come from. Um, refocus on the fundamentals of shooting and, and stop getting in his own head about these things. And, you know, when I, when I present that as, as a possibility here, a lot of times it gets taken as, well, why would you punish a guy for missing shots? And it's like, if you want to call it punishment, then whatever, like you can, you can use whatever semantics that you want. Um, I do think though that like, let's just say you're working at a job and okay. your number one, you know, priority, the number one thing that, 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 that employer was asking of you, you just were not doing eventually they would maybe reconsider your employment, you know, and, and not, I'm not saying that the Lakers would cut him, but at, at some point an employer does have to think like, are we doing a disservice to everybody else as we continue to wait for this guy to do the one thing that he was expected to do for us? So I don't know what, what, what to you constitutes like a good reason for benching? Because I feel like we've, we've hit it already with Prince. You mean in general or specifically with him? Either one. Um, well, let's let's be specific to Torian. I think that I mean this is also now kind of complicated by um, Cam's groin being yeah, who knows? Um, him being ruled out like so immediately is not a great sign. I don't know anything yet, but that does not that gives me a little pause as to the you know concern a little concern about the possible severity of it. I don't. I, again, I don't know anything, but usually when it's like one of those kind of things, when it's a, a soft tissue injury, um, you know, like a muscle groin or hamstring or whatever, um, usually it's like, uh, you know, whatever happened and he's questionable to return is what you, is what you do. Mm -hmm. Him being ruled out so quickly. Immediately. Yeah. Gives me a little concern. Um, again, also I don't walked know anything. You were at the game, so you didn't yeah. see it, but he, he walked back to the locker room and looked pretty dejected, like looked pretty like, and, and and was walking very uncomfortably. It looked like, so Which, by the way, yeah. you pull a groin, you walk uncomfortably. Yeah. It's not fun. Period. Um, you breathe uncomfortably. Pulling so a groin is like, it's like, it's, it's, it's like groin Achilles and back are like the three, I think most painful areas to hurt that like will absolutely cripple you. Like we'll bring the strongest, we'll bring her. Oh yeah. No, no, the back, the back's the worst, but groin is no fun. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I think that kind of clouds this discussion. I do think, I mean, I, the points that you're making are fair. Like Torian hasn't made shots and that is what he's there for, right? He's there to make shots and guard. Um, he's a good defensive player. He's cam has been better. Uh, defensively on the perimeter I think the problem with Torian is he doesn't like you know he's doesn't rebound um and he's not like a movement guy right like it Vando is like Vando can't shoot either but he's a 
he's he's cutting and there's a lot of like, kind of and... organized chaos i guess is what i would call it you know he's yeah. he's he, you know he's getting on the offensive glass and like he just and this is like a very non-scientific way to describe it but like he does stuff like stuff happens and, and the same has been true of cam um defensively so I think it's a fair discussion to have about Torian because that's what he does, right? He's going to stand in the corner and his value is making shots. When is it fair to bench him is kind of a different question because you want to give somebody like a chance to work out of whatever they're doing when they have the track record. Torian's a career, he's a good three-point shooter. He's he's shown that over several years. Mm-hmm. So this feels like a kind of, I know for Lakers fans, it feels like, you know, the Lakers curse is all these shooters come to the Lakers and all of a sudden can't shoot anymore. It's not feels like now. It, it just okay. is. It. It's okay. the reality. I mean, Malik Beasley, other than one game in, in Milwaukee, has not made shots outside of the Lakers either. Isn't he shooting like 40% on volume this year? He has not made, Malik has not shot it all that well. He, he wasn't shooting at all at first. Uh, yeah, he did. He did make, I think it was eight a couple days or last week. Um, so I do get the, like the Lakers curse thing. Like all of a sudden shooters can't shoot, but Torian Prince is a shooter. He's not making shots right now, but somebody with that track record, you want to, you tend to give them a little bit of extra room because they have a track record of it. I do think it's a fair conversation to have, especially because, you know, Rui's playing pretty well and we kind of came into the year is it going to be Rui is it going to be Vando is it going to be Torian Vando played like one quarter of in the preseason and and has not has been hurt since so I'm shooting 47 percent from three-point Beasley is yeah on On what kind of volume attempts the game that's that is good that's that is good he must be hot recently because at the beginning of the year he was struggling he had um yeah Yeah, he he made eight I think it was eight like last week but so he had uh he had a game Three of five uh, Monday, then he went one of six, six of ten, eight of eleven, three yeah, okay. of six, three of six. Yeah, six of ten, ten and eight of eleven. <laughs> that'll 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 get you there this early in the year. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, Torian is he's not shot it well, but I I think it's a I think it's a reasonable question because um, there was kind of the going into the year there was a the little bit of like all right who's gonna who's gonna be that fifth guy Austin has already been moved to the bench so. Um, who is going to be that fifth guy? And with Cam in there, the defensive things that Torian does are, I don't want to say minimized. They're just less valuable um, because Torian is somebody that is pretty good on the ball. That's what he does. He's not guarding. He's not going to guard up. He's pretty mm-hmm. good um, on the ball. And Cam's just been better. Now that Cam is out, I I don't I don't know. Like, for whom? Once Vando is back, that's a different conversation. Um I do think that. Yeah, that's more what I mean. I don't mean like immediately. So, so like, let's take like last night for example. Before I say that because before before Cam was hurt, I have seen as as I'm sure you have. I've seen some calls to uh, start Rui instead of uh, put Torian to the bench and start. I've made I've made those calls personally. Yeah. When when Vanderbilt comes back, start Rui instead of Prince and let Vanderbilt come off of the bench and. Basically, stagger him and Reddish as like your, so, your perimeter uh, defenders. Interesting. So, I, my guess is I have not talked to Darwin about this, but my guess is that I think, well, Vando's going to start. I'm pretty sure that Vando's going to start when he's back. And if that is the assumption, um, 
then I understand keeping Torian, you know, like yesterday, keeping Torian in the starting lineup and keeping Ruby off the bench. Because if Ruby is going to come off the bench when Vando's back, a lot of times coaches will not want to mess with more roles than necessary, right? So if Rui long-term theoretically is going to come off the bench, then putting him into the starting lineup and then taking him out when Vando is back, often coaches just won't want to do that. They want to keep like Rui is comfortable doing what he's doing. So let him do that. Torian hasn't been as good as Rui, but Torian's going to get replaced by Vando anyway. So like don't mess with more roles than necessary. That is my that is my supposition. Again, I haven't talked to Darwin about this specifically. I haven't talked to Rob about this specifically. But my guess is Torian, now Torian's obviously going to start because Cam, as long as Cam is out also. Um, mm-hmm. But my guess is even before that, my guess is that Vando was going to start when he was ready. And so they didn't want to mess with Rui's role and Vando, Torian, and do both. So my guess is... You're saying eventually they're going to have Cam and... Vando starting. I do when think both are healthy. I do think that's probably what. Yes, I, I think guess that, LeBron shooting helps, right? Yeah, LeBron, LeBron shooting, shooting at this. Uh, yeah, LeBron shooting and again. Like the space thing doesn't matter. Yes, you're going to get more space because if the Lakers continue playing five out, you're going to have more space at the rim anyway. Not space for shooting, but you're going to have more space at the rim. The problem, the problem with the with the Vando LeBron AD non shooting thing. LeBron again. LeBron's AD shooting. and LeBron stop shooting. <laughs> well, no, no, no. The problem. I mean, yes, that when LeBron can't shoot it, it's it's the collective lack of shooting. Yeah. But the problem was if you have those guys not shooting it well, and LeBron is shooting it well, like last year, for example, the Vando problem becomes people can be all in the paint, right? Like, yeah. and so that takes away driving lanes for LeBron mostly. Um, but if you're gonna play five out, yes, the shooting matters, but you're going to have more room at the rim is the point of the five out. So the, like if you're playing five out, the less shooting that you're going to get, you know, starting Vando and cam together, you know, really LeBron shooting it well, but really D'Lo is the only, like the only guy that defenses are going to say, all right, we got to pay attention and not let this dude shoot it. Um, that's minimized somewhat for LeBron's drives because there will be more space if you're playing five out. So I do think that, my guess, my educated guess, let's call it right now, is, you know, had Cam not gotten injured last night, whenever Vando was ready, it would have been D'Lo, Cam, Vando, LeBron, AD. Yeah, I, I, I guess and I kind of see that. That's yeah, good. It, that Cam and Vando, you know, on perimeter, that's a pretty good size. Rebounding mm-hmm. there, you're gonna, you're gonna guard some people. Scoring, you know, the offense, eh, we'll see. But you're gonna guard so, some people, and you're gonna be I've big actually, shit. I've actually arrived at this weird place when it comes to spacing around LeBron and AD where, so we always talk about spacing as like something that a Torian Prince or a Malik Beasley or somebody like that could provide. Right. Um, You know, Carmelo Anthony before and Wayne Ellington had a go at it, Richie Bullock and stuff. Right. Um, And, and we, we think about, um, you know, well, if they just provide them someone who can shoot, um, maybe just maybe the defense will like take one fewer step towards the paint while they're guarding that type of a player. And I've kind of arrived at a point here where I, I, I honestly think that like what it would take to get a defense to actually do that, to actually generate more space for those players is to literally employ like prime step, prime clay. 
and, yeah, and yeah, other I, than I'm, that, I'm like, coming to that. I'm coming to that. I'm not quite all the way there yet, but I'm coming towards yeah. Unless it's Steph or Clay or Dame or like, JG Redick or Kyle Korver or you know right. Reggie Miller, like one of those guys. Yeah, I'm for I'm the kind most of part. There. Yeah, uh, it's, it's essentially what it is is defense are still going to do the math in their head of if we give LeBron a step, if we give AD a step and they get to the rim, they are finishing that a hundred percent of the time. Right. Although and, they both missed dunks yesterday. Well, yeah. All right. So 90% of the time, right. Although LeBron Whereas, got fouled, but they both. Missed Whereas uh, if you, if you, if, if you don't give them that step, and you slide over and they're forced to kick the ball out to a shooter, right? Even a good shooter, 60% of the time, they are going to miss that shot, right? That's an elite shooter who shoots 40% from three-point range. 60% of the time, they are going to miss that shot. So essentially, the math that these defenses are always going to do, unless you put somebody who hits at like 50% of the uh, of the time from those on those open corner three-pointers, is... Still not worth it. We're still not going to give up that step. And I think the argument for a Vanderbilt there is that, okay, the defense is still not going to slide over one way or the other, you know, compared to him and Torian Prince. And Vanderbilt will do other stuff on the court to to offer value. And and I think that's why, like, when when, you know, coming into the season, I thought, yeah, have have Torian Prince out there, have Austin, have D'Lo, and AD and LeBron will just have forever to be able uh, to be able to operate. But they they didn't have forever to be able to operate. They didn't have the amounts of space that we were hoping. In part because you know D'Lo and Austin never really looked all that comfortable together. Torian is 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 shooting about as well as that guy who blew his Achilles um, at halftime of the Lakers game shooting the half court shot. <laughs> Although was, apparently he didn't blow his Achilles, so so was, thank goodness that was, for that. That was something, yeah. That was, um, uh, that was something. Especially, I didn't, like, I didn't see it. I was this. not, I was not Ow. out there at halftime. I, I so I didn't see it live. But uh, <laughs> yeah, people were people were talking about that. You know what? I'm not laughing. At That's terrible. I'm not. I'm laughing. People was, people around the arena were talking about it. <laughs> that and that in point differential, right? That's a, that's yeah, that's right. That's right. About? No, that was more before um, the game. That was uh, <laughs> after so, halftime. Everybody was. Yeah. So I, I, um, I, I think, you know, this was a, a long way of me agreeing with you that like, if it is cam and if it is, um, Vanderbilt, I'm cool with at least trying that because the spacing that was supposed to be provided, even given that Prince wasn't making his shots, right. Um, that spacing hasn't been provided because defenses have still said, no, nope, we're still, we're still okay. Giving up that open shot to Torian Prince. The problem is he isn't punishing them for 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 giving that shot up, and Correct. and while he isn't punishing them, and while there's a less chance of like Vanderbilt or Reddish punishing them, Reddish and Vanderbilt will find other ways to provide value that Prince hasn't to this point. So like, I know I know a lot of times, and and by like benching somebody is always going to sound pejorative, but for me, I I I do think that. You know, this is a, a a team based decision. This would be the right move. I also don't necessarily think like Raj made a good point that the Lakers have won what was it six of their last seven. 
recently. And under those circumstances, coaches won't normally mess with things very much. Not often, no. Um, so I think that's I think that's a uh, <clears throat> a thing to take into account here too. But I, I think with uh, with how Prince is struggling and how specifically he's struggling, where I just don't think he looks very comfortable out there. I think a break would really suit him. Like you, you uh, being able to just kind of re-simplify the game, get out of his own head and, and refocus. Like we've seen what it's done for Duncan Robinson, right? Like Duncan Robinson is a completely different player this year after having been benched in the past, because he was like, all right, I, I have to get back to the things that made me valuable in the first place. So yes, <clears throat> excuse me. I think Yes, it can be pejorative, right? Like uh, you got benched and it can be seen, you know, it's a demotion and whatever. Um, but I think that's like different in different cases, right? As I mentioned earlier, Torian didn't didn't come here with the assumption that he was just going to be a starter. And he has started some in his career, but he hasn't always started in his career. Like it, it means something different, um, you know, like if it's LeBron or AD, I mean, LeBron and AD aren't getting benched, but like, if it's a, yeah. if it's a player of bigger stature than Torian, Austin, Austin already. Yeah, I mean, Austin is like, yeah, I guess. I mean, well, no, but I, I'm saying like that, this is honestly a really good case for moving Prince there. Right. Yeah, Cause you can say Austin's Austin did it right. Austin is Austin's a bigger on the part of the organization. Yeah, He's right. already moved there. So like, I, I don't know. I I've run out of excuses here not to do it here for, yeah. For, I mean, my, I guess my point is like, or right, like the, the conversations in 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 uh, across the hall in Clipperland, right? Like with Harden coming in, oh, maybe Harden should come off the bench. Or now Russ has gone to the bench, and there was the thing about Russ going to Ty Lue and saying, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna." Have it. And we had this conversation with with the Lakers the last couple of years, um, and with Darvin actually, you know, around I think it was earlier in the year, like around the same time as Austin, you know, that Russ Darvin sent Russ to the bench last year, so. I think like your stature in the league, you know, and Carmelo when it was it in Portland or maybe it was OKC when they were like, uh, you know, before the year, he was like going to come off the bench and he was like, just kind of like laugh, scoffed at the, the even the thought of it, the question of it. So I think it, it being benched or going to the bench as a demotion and as a pejorative means kind of different things to, to different guys. Um, you know, Chris Paul, uh, the, Chris Paul, not a superstar anymore, as you as you pointed out. Um you know, the, the Warriors had some things about him going back and forth and him being sent to the bench earlier this season. And he had not come off the bench at any point ever in his career up until then. So I think it means it means different things to different guys. But again, like if you and I had this conversation at this time yesterday, I would have probably a different answer for you. Because like at this point, pending Cam and Vando's not back yet, like, I, mm -hmm. I mean... If not Torian, then whom? Again, I don't yeah. think Rui's. I don't think Rui is the answer because I don't think Rui's going to start with Vando back. So I just I don't think you want to mess with more roles than necessary. I think the question is going to be if uh, if Cam is actually out, then I, you know, for, I, what, what do you then, think then what happens? Do you go do you go back to Austin or do you not want to mess with that? I, I think that's going to be an interesting question. I, I think. Ham kind of hinted at it last night. Like he's never going to give away his starters, but I, no. he kind of sort of hinted it at Max. He's better at it than Frank though. Frank, Frank was like down to the second. I don't have to have my lineup in until 30 minutes before tip off and you ain't getting it until the second it's necessary. Um, 
ham, like I thought, dropped a bit of a bread crumb, bread crumb uh, last night in, in post. I didn't, I didn't hear. Yeah, in, in the post that. where he where he basically said that like Max is going to play a bigger role if like Cam isn't available. In which point, or at which point, I kind of said, oh, so Max starts and he probably guards. I guess. I mean, Kyrie. if so, if so, that that's like to my earlier point about about you know Ruby Agenda is that. Like you don't want to mess with Austin's role, right? Like he's mm-hmm. getting comfortable in his role now, and then like he setting him back to the starting right? lineup, and then I'm going mm-hmm. back to the bench. You know, so I I think that maybe I I, I don't know the answer, and I didn't hear those comments, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if so, if Max starts, then I do think that that's probably an indication that you don't want to mess with Austin's role, right? Yeah, well, I I also just think like having Max out there who like given everybody who is or isn't available, I think is like pretty clearly the Lakers best perimeter defender. If Cam and Vando aren't, aren't available and having him on Kyrie, I think makes a ton of sense. And yeah, Prince on Luca isn't exactly ideal because Luca's just going to bully him. But I think in bigger possessions, as that game gets closer, that's where you put like LeBron or AD on Luca. Dallas doesn't really have any bigs that can really punish you for doing so. So I, I think if it's close, I, that, forgot, that's, that's I forgot there's a game tonight. Yeah. It's been yeah. a lot. There's been a lot of them, but yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, if that's the case, I mean, lively's lively's been better than, than anticipated. I, I've liked what I've seen from him so far, but um, yeah, I guess, I guess that's what I would do. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, I guess Max. Yeah, I guess I would go Max on Kyrie and and Torian on Luca. And then, mm, yeah, I mean, you start running would, out of options, right? I would really look for the Lakers, and they've done this a lot recently. But I would really look for the Lakers to get AD involved early and really punish Dallas. Oh, uh, you mean offensively? Yeah, yeah, have to screw up with you know screw up their rotations with foul trouble or something like that and get Dallas out of their comfort zone a little bit more quickly so that, so that, uh, you know, you have a better chance in, in some of those other matchups, but we'll see what that looks like. That is uh, just going to just about going to do it here for uh, this week's episodes. I, I, I would imagine of the Lakers lounge. Um, it is a, a big holiday weekend for those of you who are, are, you know, live stateside um, or, you know, whatever, if you are celebrating Thanksgiving this weekend, please do so safely. Um, I want you guys to know I am incredibly thankful for you guys. The channel continues to grow. Um, All Access Lakers continues to grow. Um, and and uh, that has been a fun project to get in on as well. Aaron, I am thankful for you uh, as well. So everybody go out there, have a great Great weekend, and we will be back to talk to you guys uh, Sunday evening to wrap up or recap what I would uh, I would hope is has been a, a nice, fun, uh, eventful weekend. I, Go I Bears I beat know. UCLA. Easy. It's not, <laughs> not going to happen. It's not going to sneak down. Honestly, I don't even care. They beat you. They, they beat USC. So like my yeah. my year is made. They Cal beat Stanford. But they I need this one because if Cal wins, if Cal wins, it's a bowl game. Yeah. If Cal wins, it's a bowl game. Cal gets to go Ooh. to a bowl game. I need it. I need to go to some terrible place in the middle of December because it will be a bowl no one cares about. But I need, I need to, <laughs> I need, need to go, go to a bowl game like December eighteenth or something. I need to go to the Sun Bowl. 
No. In in in. I've been to El Paso, by the way. I've been to El Paso. Uh, no, Cal has no chance at the Sun Bowl. It will be significantly worse than that. Oh. It'll be a terrible. You go to like the the Anywhere. life alert the life yeah. alert bowl. Yeah. In, in yeah. Jacksonville, Florida. In Des Moines, or yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> I will. <laughs> yeah. The South Dakota Bowl. Yeah, sure. I'm there. I'm sure the weather's <laughs> lovely there, December twentieth. South Dakota. Sounds awesome. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.